Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Monday the 9th of May, or the 8th of Iyar on the Hebrew calendar. We have day 23 of the counting of the Omer, which is done between Pesach and Shavuot, between Passover and Pentecost. The parasha, or Torah portion, this week is called Emor, which means speak. And the scriptures from the Torah is Leviticus, or Vayikra, chapter 21, verse 16, through chapter 22 and verse 16. Before we start reading, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aaron, saying, No man of your offspring throughout their generations who has a blemish may approach to offer the bread of his God. For whatever man he is that has a blemish, he shall not draw near, a blind man or a lame, or he who has a flat nose or any deformity, or a man who has an injured foot, or an injured hand, or a hunchbacked, or a dwarf, or one who has a defect in his eye, or an itching disease, or scabs, or who has damaged testicles. No man of the offspring of Aaron, the Kohen, who has a blemish, shall come near to offer the offerings of the Lord made by fire. Since he has a blemish, He shall not come near to offer the bread of his God. He shall eat the bread of his God, both of the most holy and of the holy. He shall not go into the parochet or come near to the altar, because he has a blemish, that he may not profane my sanctuaries, for I am the Lord who sanctifies them. So Moshe spoke so to Aaron and to his sons and to all the sons of Israel. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Tell Aaron and his sons to separate themselves from the holy things of the sons of Israel, which they make holy to me, and that they do not profane my holy name. I am the Lord. Tell them, if any one of all your offspring throughout your generations approaches the holy things which the sons of Israel make holy to the Lord, having his uncleanness on him. That soul shall be cut off from before me. I am the Lord. Whoever of the offspring of Aharon has tzarat, or has a discharge, shall not eat of the holy things until he is clean. Whoever touches anything that is unclean by the dead, or a man who has a seminal emission, or whoever touches any creeping thing, whereby he may be made unclean, or a man from whom he may become unclean, 
Whatever uncleanness he has, the person who touches any such shall be unclean until the evening, and shall not eat of the holy things until, excuse me, unless he bathes his body in water. When the sun is down, he shall be clean, and afterward he shall eat of the holy things, because it is his bread. He shall not eat that which dies of itself, or is torn by animals, defiling himself by it. I am the Lord. They shall therefore follow my charge, lest they bear sin for it and die in it, if they profane it. I am the Lord who sanctifies them. No stranger shall eat of the holy thing. A foreigner living with a kohanim, or a hired servant, shall not eat of the holy thing. But if a kohen buys a slave, purchased by his money, he shall eat of it, and those who are born in his house shall eat of his bread. If a kohen's daughter is married to an outsider, she shall not eat of the heave offering of the holy things. But if a Kohen's daughter is a widow, or divorced, and has no child, and has returned to her father's house as in her youth, she may eat of her father's bread, but no stranger shall eat any of it. If a man eats something wholly unwittingly, then he shall add the fifth part of its value to it, and shall give the holy thing to the Kohen. They shall not profane the holy things of the sons of Israel, which they offered to the Lord, and so cause them to bear the iniquity that brings guilt when they eat their holy things. For I am the Lord, I the Lord sanctify them. That was Leviticus or Vayikra 21.16 through 22.16. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and today we're reading Isaiah, or Yeshayahu, chapter 65. I am inquired of by those who did not ask. I am found by those who did not seek me. I said, see me, see me, to a nation that was not called by my name. I have spread out my hands all day to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, after their own thoughts, a people who provoke me to my face continually, sacrificing in gardens and burning incense on bricks, who sit among the graves and spend nights in secret places, who eat pig's meat and broth of abominable things is in their vessels, who say, Stay by yourself, do not come near to me, for I am holier than you. These are smoke in my nose, a fire that burns all day. Behold, it is written before me, I will not keep silence, but will repay. Yes, I will repay into their bosom your own iniquities and the iniquities of your fathers together, says the Lord who have burned incense on the mountains and blasphemed me on the hills. Therefore I will first measure their work into their bosom. This is what the Lord says. As the new wine is found in the cluster, 
and one says, Do not destroy it, for a blessing is in it. So I will do for my servant's sake, that I may not destroy them all. I will bring offspring out of Yaakov, and out of Yehuda, an inheritor on my mountains. My chosen will inherit it, and my servants will dwell there. Sharon will be a fold of flocks, and the valley of Akor a place for herds to lie down in, for my people who have sought me. But you who forsake the Lord, who forget my holy mountain, who prepare a table for fortune, and who fill up mixed wine to destiny, I will destine you to the sword, and you will all bow down to the slaughter. Because when I called, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. But you did that which was evil in my eyes, and chose that in which I did not delight. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord says, Behold, my servants will eat, but you will be hungry. Behold, my servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. Behold, my servants will rejoice, but you will be disappointed. Behold, my servants will sing for joy of heart, but you will cry for sorrow of heart and will wail for anguish of spirit. You will leave your name for a curse to my chosen. For the Lord, the Lord will slay you. He will call his servants by another name, so that he who blesses himself in the earth will bless himself and the God of truth. And he who swears in the earth will swear by the God of truth, because the former troubles are forgotten and because they are hidden from my eyes. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former things will not be remembered nor come into mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem to be a delight, and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and delight in my people. And the voice of weeping and the voice of crying will be heard in her no more. No more will there be an infant who only lives a couple of days, nor an old man who has not filled his days. For the child will die one hundred years old, and the sinner, being one hundred years old, will be accursed. They will build houses and inhabit them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They will not build and another inhabit. They will not plant and another eat. For the days of my people will be like the days of a tree, and my chosen will long enjoy the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain, nor give birth for calamity, for they are the offspring of the blessed of the Lord, and their descendants with them. It will happen that before they call I will answer, and while they are yet speaking I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will feed together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. Dust will be the serpent's food. They will not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, says the Lord. 
That was Isaiah chapter 65. And now our portion from the writings is today Job or Job chapter 9. Then Job answered and said, Truly I know that it is so, but how can man be just with God? If he is pleased to contend with him, he cannot answer him one time in a thousand. God who is wise in heart and mighty in strength, who has hardened himself against him and prospered, he removes the mountains and they do not know it, when he overturns them in his anger. He shakes the earth out of its place, and its pillars tremble. He commands the sun, and it does not rise, and seals up the stars. He alone stretches out the heavens, and treads on the waves of the sea. He makes the bear, Orion, and the Pleiades, and the rooms of the south. He does great things past finding out, yes, marvelous things without number. Behold, he goes by me, and I do not see him. He passes on also, but I do not perceive him. Behold, he snatches away. Who can hinder him? Who will ask him, What are you doing? God will not withdraw his anger. The helpers of Rahav stoop under him. How much less will I answer him and choose my words to argue with him? Though I were righteous, yet I would not answer him. I would make supplication to my judge. If I had called and he had answered me, yet I would not believe that he listened to my voice. For he breaks me with a storm and multiplies my wounds without cause. He will not allow me to catch my breath, but fills me with bitterness. It is a matter of strength, Behold, he is mighty. If of justice, who, says he, will summon me? Though I am righteous, my own mouth will condemn me. Though I am blameless, it will prove me perverse. I am blameless. I do not respect myself. I despise my life. It is all the same. Therefore I say, he destroys the blameless and the wicked. If the scourge kills suddenly, he will mock at the trial of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covers the faces of its judges. If not he, then who is it? Now my days are swifter than a runner. They flee away. They see no good. They have passed away as the swift ships, as the eagle that swoops on the prey. If I say, I will forget my complaint, I will put off my sad face and cheer up. I am afraid of all my sorrows. I know that you will not hold me innocent. I will be condemned. Why then do I labor in vain? If I wash myself with snow and cleanse my hands with soap, yet you will plunge me in the ditch and my own clothes will abhor me. For he is not a man, as I am, that I should answer him, that we should come together in judgment. There is no umpire between us that might lay his hand on us both. 
Let him take his rod away from me, and let his terror not make me afraid. Then I would speak and not fear him, for I am not so in myself. That was Job chapter 9. And now we have come to our final portion for today, the Apostolic Writings, and we will read Romans chapter 8, verse 1 through verse 17. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Mashiach Yeshua, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Ruach. For the law of the Ruach of life in Mashiach Yeshua made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the Torah could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did, sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and as a sin offering he condemned sin in the flesh. That the ordinance of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Ruach. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Ruach, the things of the Ruach. For the mind of the flesh is death, but the mind of the Ruach is life and shalom, because the mind of the flesh is hostile toward God. For it is not subject to the Torah of God, neither indeed can it be. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Ruach, if it is so that the Ruach Elohim dwells in you. But if any man does not have the Ruach of Mashiach, he is not his. But if Mashiach is in you, the body is dead because of sin but the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. But if the Ruach of him who raised up Yeshua from the dead dwells in you, he who raised up Mashiach Yeshua from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Ruach who dwells in you. So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh, For if you live after the flesh, you must die. But if by the Ruach you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Ruach Elohim, these are the children of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the Ruach of adoption, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Ruach himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Mashiach, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. That was Romans 8, 1 through 17. If you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice, then uh, you would also read Matthew chapter 24, verse 8 through 28 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. 
I wish you a blessed day. I pray that the word of God that you have heard will encourage you as you ponder it during the day. May you have a blessed day. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.